On today's special episode, we're going to talk about May the 4th. New commemorative merch for May the 4th. Star Wars Disney Plus Takeover. And Empire Strikes Back turns 40. It's Poof. Poof! Welcome to another episode, and today is May the what? Fourth! (laughs) You're excited? Yes. Hello guys, my name is Cosby. And I'm your biggest nerd, Felicia. (laughs) So I guess... We're going to talk about Star Wars? Yes. Only our favorite thing to talk about because how many episodes do we have dedicated to Star Wars? More than enough. Yes. More than enough. All right. So let's just get into it. May the 4th is a special day because, you know, may the 4th be with you, may the 4th. You know, there's people that actually don't understand why they say that, right? What? May the 4th yeah, or just may, may the 4th? Oh, okay. Like people are like, I don't, I don't get it because I remember one time being at Disney and I said, to someone, I was like, hey, may the fourth be with you. And they, because we went, it was a two years ago. Yeah. And somebody looked at me crazy when I was like waiting on you to do something with an outfit. And I was like, get it? Because may the fourth, they're like, oh, like, what are you Well, the other funny thing here? is like at that time, they were also, I don't know, like in the past like four or five years, Disneyland has been giving out like may the fourth buttons. So like when you enter the park on that day, they give you like a button like may the fourth. So like we have those buttons. But I mean, heck, I've seen people who who have a uh, season pass. They've been like, we've had season passes for 20, 30 years. And I didn't even know you can get those button things. Or it's like, we've never been to Tom Sawyer's Island. What is that? That's a whole nother episode. Let's just stick to Star Wars. So first of all, Star Wars is fun because it's this thing that spans from the 70s, you know, and they just got the last episode of the Skywalker saga in 2019. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's a long time. Yeah. So and of course, you know, Disney had to take it to finish it off. And we already had an episode talking about how they finished it. That's a whole nother thing. But so you can go back and hear our thoughts because if yeah, we open those that. can of worms again, we won't we'll stop here, talking about we'll it. We'll be here all day. But, you know, one thing that I thought was kind of fun whenever we were looking all this stuff up is that, you know, um, may the force be with you is, is something that they always say to everybody in the base. Basically, it's like, you know, may God bless you in, in your time in the film. And I had no idea. I thought that it was a thing that was first started with Star Wars. But did you know it's not? Like, I didn't know that until I looked this stuff up. And it actually dates back to May 4th, 1979, which is weird because that's around the time that the other Star Wars Well, technically, the first Star Wars came out in 77. Right. So, like, you could say this was an influence of Star Wars. It could be. It could be. And I think it was. I really think it was, you know. British people are really cool. So... Margaret Thatcher, who was the first uh, prime minister woman in in the United Kingdom, whenever she won, uh, they actually took out and they actually took out a page in the paper and they wrote, may the fourth be with you. And it was for her. So that was the first time back in 79 when this thing was, you know, used as something. It was a congratulations. So it actually said, may the fourth be with you, Maggie. Congratulations, which was really nice, you know? Yeah, it and it's because really nice she won on May the 4th, so. Yeah, so, you know, it was it was a cool a thing. fun pun. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, she was the, um, the longest-running ministry in the 20th century, so it's not like it was something little. Like, Mar- Margaret Thatcher was a big deal. Yeah. So, oh, you yeah. know, May the 4th is now a big deal. And so it kind of fits that it worked with that. So I like that. 
And speaking of British people having this like long history with May the 4th, apparently they used the saying in a parliament defense debate on May the 4th in 1994. What? I didn't know that. I don't know. Crazy. And again, it was used in 99 for a book called The Science of Star Wars. And then I think it started like slowly catching on like on Facebook groups and stuff. But apparently the first organized celebration of Star Wars Day on May the 4th happened on um, May the 4th in 2011 in Toronto, Canada. Oh, yeah. How many people were there? A lot of people. Do you know? Apparently, I don't know exactly how many people there were, but I know that it was like at like a, um, you know, art house movie theater. It was at the Toronto Underground Cinema. And they, like, had a whole day of, like, festivities. They did, like, trivia. They had a costume contest. So I think that was, like, the first, like, kind of, like... Yeah, that's... I guess that would be the first outing. But, that you know, in 2008, they had the whole Facebook group that was Luke Skywalker Day. And they adopted the, you know, May the 4th slogan. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then, of course, you know, in 2013, there was, you know, a little acquisition by Disney called, you know, Lucasfilm. And after that, Disney made sure that every year that they would make sure at the parks that they had a May the 4th day. Yeah, I definitely think that once the acquisition happened, like Star Wars kind of like entered the mainstream consciousness and... Then it like became a thing at Disneyland. Like I said, they always like give out buttons or sometimes they have like merchandise that would come out that day, like popcorn buckets or you'll Actually, see more was... stormtroopers walking around Tomorrowland. That's true. When was when did episode three come out? Do you remember? I don't remember. Was that yeah, 2005? Five? Okay. I remember because so, I saw it in theaters. Okay. So that's 15 years ago. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 15 years ago, there's a lot of people now. All the TikTok fans, all the people going on, Gen Z and their craziness, weren't around. So That's true. Or they were babies. So all of them 100% know, know Disney as the owners of Star Wars. So, I never because, thought of it that way. I know. And so because all those episodes were before them, so the only ones they know would be Force Awakens and... Uh, uh, Last Jedi. I don't like that. Rise but, yeah. of Skywalker. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that right there is kind of an interesting way of looking at it because for them, they only know May the 4th and it would only go from there because of the acquisition that Disney did. For our younger listeners, we love you, but we remember watching Star Wars on VHS <laughs> tapes. Okay. Before we got to see them in theater. Mom, what's a VHS tape? <laughs> <laughs> They don't know. I'm just saying that was my first introduction to Star Wars, my busted VHS tape of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. My did mom it, would show it to me. Did it skip or or what did it work right? It like kind of worked right, but I definitely remember it was fuzzy and it was worn out because that was the only Star Wars tape we had and my mom would play it all the time for me because I love the Ewoks. Who doesn't love Ewoks? <laughs> I would just watch them. They're so cute. Oh man. You know, you know what the Ewoks remind me of, which is going to be weird to say. You remember um, on uh, Doctor Who, the little adipose? Yes. It kind of reminds me of something like that. I see that. You know? Yeah. So that's a that right there just nerded me. I didn't even think I was enough of a nerd to say something like that, but <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, 
But yeah, so they have a whole bunch of celebrations and stuff happening. This is weird now, though. Like, how do you celebrate uh, May the 4th in quarantine? Right. I mean, this this is this is a new frontier. But the really cool part about all of this is that there's actually like online celebrations and it's actually put together um, by Star Wars Celebration. They're like the biggest Star Wars um, convention and also New York Comic Con got together to do like a virtual convention to oh, kind yeah. of like celebrate. So I don't know if you guys know this or you guys are participating, but they put together like a series of activities on different platforms so you can follow along what they're doing. But here's like a little overview of the May the 4th celebrations going on. On Twitter, they're doing live tweeting of A New Hope which that's really cool. And then Ashley Eckstein, if you guys know her, she uh, created her universe and she's also the voice of Ahsoka in Clone Wars. And she's doing like a Facebook type live and you can do like Q&A with her and stuff. And also they're doing the Star Wars Clone Wars and Oh yeah, the series finale, right? Yes, is premiering on May the 4th and they're also doing live tweeting. So it like goes on, which I really like that they're doing like live tweeting and lives and it it goes through all the Star Wars. So that is all found at mcity2020.com/force for the schedule and they're also hosting a series of things for Revenge of the 5th because some people recognize Revenge of the 5th that pun started after May the 4th, so some people also celebrate the 5th. But there's some hardcore Star Wars fans who are into Revenge of the 6th because they think it sounds more like Revenge of the Sith, which is the third <laughs> Star Wars movie. Oh, so it depends. No. Yeah, so technically that's three days of celebration if you want to go back and watch the series. And- so basically you're saying the first week of May belongs to NSYNC and Star Wars. Oh, of course. <laughs> Because after the 30th of April, it's going to be May. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. All that I do. No, not today. Aww. No more singing. We've been singing all day. It's Aww. been a lot. It's been a lot of singing today. Um, I did have something I wanted to talk about. And did you? I don't know if this is going to be off. We'll, we'll get back to more celebrations and stuff. And I know there's some merch that you're going to be very happy about that come out. But Baby Yoda. I'm just letting you finish before I get there. Uh, The news came out on May the 1st that the Mandalorian season two team is working from home to deliver baby Yoda on time. Yep. That's that's all I need in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) So there there's there's some good news because (laughs) it says that, you know, at this moment and what was planned was that the Mandalorian season two was to premiere in October and they're trying their hardest to make sure of it. It's a lot of work, but they're trying to do it. Um, there was actually a quote that was, that said, um, you know, a big tentpole summer film, like, you know, Avengers would have like 2000 visual shots and, you know, the series are a little shy of 4,000 visual shots just for season one. And season two is no different. Might even have a little more, you know, because it looks so good. It's it's what, like an eight-hour movie, and it's beautiful. 
And they said that they're doing the same, but they actually have less time because what month are we in? We're in May, obviously. Mm-hmm. And by October, that means they'd have to be well done a month or, or so before so that they can, you know, make sure that they're ready for it. You know, they don't want to have Starbucks cups in the shot like oh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, they want to make sure that everything is correct. So, Well, I heard that they had luckily already completed filming for the most part so i feel like now it's just all about like editing and like you said like adding those visual effects but the problem the yeah the problem is is that like any shots that they would have you know there, there's always pickup shots we work in the yeah, industry that's there's true. always pickup shots and they're so not going to be able to do reshoots. at all i mean the Fal- the falcon and went um and the winter soldier show wandavision they were they were shut down in march like they just yeah. haven't been able to even come back and they really truly believe that they're not even going to get back until 2021 at the earliest. And that's two of the biggest shows that this thing has been talking about since before Disney plus even started. So for them to be able to say, Oh yeah, we think we're actually going to be able to accomplish the goal of getting this out is kind of crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, that's a testament to that team. And I definitely think they have a strong team to steamroll this and get it out to us. Oh, yeah. I mean, this thing is done so well. They're already planning season three. I want to know. I want to know if they have an end to it. You know, I want if I want to know if if um, Favreau and what's the other guy? Filoni. Yeah. If Favreau and Filoni actually have uh, an exit plan. Those are my favorite. When somebody has an exit plan, you know, that makes me happy. If you have the exit plan or at least a, a window, like an idea of where you're going to finish before you start those are usually my favorite ones unless it's unless it's how i met your mother i was kind of sad yeah (laughs) this is a quick like side tangent but like the reason why breaking bad is such an amazing show is because they knew where it was going to end and they kind of started at the end and then worked their way backwards and i think that's why it worked because most shows they kind of have a plan but don't like they write as they go so i think you can really tell when someone has a clear vision of where they're going and i also really appreciated that breaking bad stuck with their guns and when amc reached out to them and said can you make more seasons they said no the story is going to end at season five and we're not going to go any farther than that and it it still makes me sad to this day because i feel like that was that show transcended genres for me you know like you see um the white collar com the white collar um crime and then you start seeing you know the high school kid who is from the wrong side of the tracks and then you start seeing empires being built like built it was it was a lot you know that show really did a lot and i really feel like mandalorian is the only show right now that is of that capacity you know mm-hmm. i really feel like it's the only show right now that's out that is really big and I'm happy that it's been made because it truly makes Star Wars still have something to stand on, you know? Yeah, I feel if you already know our feelings about Rise of Skywalker, we didn't have a lot of hope, but Mandalorian (laughs) (laughs) feels very Star Wars. And we're really happy that the side story is really like delving into what makes Star Wars so great, which is the land building, the creatures, you know, the character development those tough choices between good and evil right and wrong so it feels true to what we think star wars is trying to achieve ish but yeah since we're talking about mandalorian yes 
there is actually a new like spin-off docu-series that is also releasing on May the 4th. Disney Gallery? Yeah, Disney Gallery and it's focusing on The Mandalorian. Is it uh like all the artwork and stuff that you see at the end of the show or So we got a list about what each episode is going to be and there's going to be four episodes and each focuses on a different aspect of the Mandalorian and it goes behind the scenes on how they put it together and how they made it and the process of filming so the first episode is on directing and they're going to do like a round table of all the directors that directed each episode of the show and they're going to like delve deep into what's the like filming was like and go into like different never before seen footage and stuff like that and then episode two is about legacy and i definitely think this is an episode that is like john favreau's like shtick because he like has uh, extensive knowledge about star wars and so does dave filoni so they're going to talk about like the impact of george lucas and star wars then episode three goes into the cast and we're going to see like Pedro Pascal and Carl Weathers talk about filming. And then the final episode is technology and they're going to talk about like what they've used. And I really appreciate that baby Yoda is a real puppet because that's what makes Yoda work. And we know that the prequels gave us an interesting version of Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's for sure. Um you know, you remember I actually got a new TV right before it was right before the premiere of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. almost as if I was waiting for and it. And it's a very high def TV, by the way. Oh, man, it's it, it makes you feel like you're in a movie theater. It's it's very nice. And that's the first thing we watched. And we watched it in 4K, remember? And yeah. I was like, whoa, the shots are beautiful. And I really love when filmmakers decide to use practical effects over visual effects, I think what we've like achieved in computers has been great and we're only getting better but some computer graphics don't stand the test of time if you look back at movies like resident evil or something like that like you know those zombies look awkward and stuff but Uh, yeah i i I think that practical effects are the way to go for the most part Mm -hmm. because i think like when the thing is actually there, it's more believable. And I think it also helps the actors too, because you actually have something to interact with as opposed to like a giant green screen. Right. That's cool. So the first episode will be out on May 4th and then every other episode will be on Friday. So starting on May 8th, we'll get the second in, so on and so forth. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds fun. We love the show. So we're excited to see more even though we don't have new episodes i think this is going to be really fun to see their process i think something i need to do more is watch these behind the scenes shows that disney has i haven't actually watched any of them not even the imagineering story none, none. the only thing i've seen is pixar a day pixar in real yeah. life yeah. i honestly i don't know if you should watch imagineering story right now why because it'll make you miss the parks that's good okay well, then check it out. It's it's really cool. They definitely, I love that they talk about the Imagineers and their process. And you can see like people like painting dolls for like small world, stuff like that. It's Whoa. really neat. Yeah. That's cool. You get to see the basketball court on Matterhorn. That's it. That's my last piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're never going to hear me do that again. 
Oh, no. <laughs> I'm really not a fan of It's a Small I Actually, I haven't been on Small World in five, six, maybe six years, seven, maybe. I don't do that ride. I'm not a fan. Somebody's going to make me do it, I know. <laughs> All right. What else we got? So also speaking of Disney Plus, mm-hmm. Disney Plus is getting like a new interface for like the week of May the 4th. Oh, so, like, the whole top is going to be, like, exclusive concept art. So and so you mean whenever you log in and you press your your um, username that it's just going to say May the 4th and it's going to be the whole wallpaper is all going to be Star Wars? Yeah. Let me see. that. Oh, okay. Oh. So what are you looking at? You're looking at the so, first one. Yeah, the first and one what is, is it? The first one is, uh, um, it's, it says Star Wars Day, May the 4th be with you, and it just has everyone uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi fighting um, Anakin Skywalker. It has everyone, like every main character, all the good and bad. Yoda, the original, not the baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all at the top. And then as you go down, it says, may the fourth be with you. And it shows you the Star Wars series they have. So the Lego Star Wars and, and the cart, uh, the cartoon, what's it called? We just talked about it. What, Clone Wars? Yes. Okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So it has it has the cartoons because I was also Wars. thinking about Rebels too. That's the other yeah. One. Rebels will, will be on there yeah. as well. They have everything on here. Clone Wars, it's it's all here. So if you want to watch any Star Wars stuff, you can. You know what I really think they should do, and I don't know, maybe they do have it. Is they need to have a certain list because you know the show Black Mirror. You can watch mm-hmm. Black Mirror in any order, right? But there's an episode called um, Black Museum with. Uh, with uh, what's her name, Leticia from Leticia Wright from, yeah, Black from Black Panther. She plays Shuri. Yeah. Um, so in that episode, she kind of goes in to a museum, and they have a whole bunch of different stuff where they talk about different episodes. And some of the episodes, or, or some of the stuff you see in there, are from episodes that if you've watched, then you're like, oh, you know, a whole bunch of Easter eggs. I think that. Star Wars is like that. There are three series or three groups, you know, the 70s, the 2000s, and then the recent ones, the Disney ones. Some people are like, which order do you watch them in? And for me, I'm always like, I mean, you can watch them in the order they came out, but you could also watch them in chronological order. So for a person who's never seen it, what would you tell them? Like, how would you tell them to watch the nine movies? Well, most of the Star Wars marathons that occur, they always start with one, two, three and like go on. And if you really want to get the story. So you mean when you go to because for those of you who don't know, Felicia is the kind of person who will go and sit in a theater for 24 hours, an old theater for 24 hours and watch (laughs) all the movies in order for fun. Is yeah, that what you mean? It, I think it's fun to get in a group, in a room with people who are also as passionate as you are about Star Wars. That's fair. And watch a crazy marathon of all of yeah, them back to back. For two hours, back. maybe four, maybe five. <laughs> no way. You're going to hit me nine films? For real? Do you realize that even Netflix would be like, are you still there? Yeah. <laughs> what? There's breaks, there's nap times. I've done it. It's great. But most of those marathon things that I've been to two of, they always start with the or the prequels. So that's episode okay. one, two, and three. Yeah. So so chronolog- 
chronological chronological order. got it so i know some people would rather start with the like a purist if you wanted to be yeah, a purist then you would see start it. with the og yeah. four five six yeah but i've noticed like with my cousins who i've helped introduce to star wars they prefer seeing the prequels first because then they get a sense of who anakin 100%. is his journey into becoming darth vader and then I feel like they kind of understand more of where Luke is coming from and where that whole original trilogy starts. Yeah, because if you really do go in and you're just looking at Darth Vader and trying to figure out what it is he's doing and, you know, what the Emperor is doing, like, you can follow along, obviously. But if you do get the chance to see the prequels, it does make sense. It helps. Yeah, I had one of my friends... Dominique in the Disney community, she just watched Star Wars for the first time and she started with the prequels and she enjoyed she it. She just watched it? Yeah. Not Dom. This is okay. another Dom. <laughs> She's about to get a call right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have two friends named Dominique. So yeah, she watched it for the first time and I it was interesting because I wanted to talk to her about seeing Star Wars for the first time yeah. and what she thought of it. And definitely she enjoyed watching the prequels first. And moving into there. So yeah. at the end of the day, it's what your preference is. But I, we both would say that prequels is the way to go. Yes. I, I'd see that. I mean, if you're one of those kind of people, if you're a kind of person who can follow story and you want to be a purist because you want to see how a normal Star Wars fan was probably introduced and watched the original four, five, and six first. I think it's also really fun that the prequels are so kind of futuristic or try to be futuristic with all these like new visual effects attempts that they tried and like is very like my Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. And it, well, it's very experimental, but it's really cool to like see how the Republic is thriving and stuff because this is technically the past and then going back to those 70s movies oh yeah after that mm -hmm. and seeing how things are like desolate and um deserted so i think it's kind of fun because that's, that's it's like true. the future and then technically it continues on but everything looks kind of like rugged and grainy and they stuff, do a so. good, they good they do a good job of that too with the mandalorian yeah where you know he'll get on certain um old bikes and stuff and you can tell that it was at its at its time in its heyday like a really good you know bike or a really good instrument to get around on but it's like you know puttering yeah and it's stuff. sitting so there collecting dust and i think the costume design with the mandalorian is also very an ode to the like 70s early 80s so yeah. that's really fun as well yeah and the cool part back to Disney Plus and having this really interesting interface, when you click the homepage of May the 4th, it launches you into hyperspace. So like when you click it, apparently like it's going to like launch you with a bunch of stars and then you'll be directed to all the Star Wars movies and they'll all be like laid out for you. And each film has. OK, so so what I'm looking what I was looking at here where it says all that. That so you have to press the May the fourth at the top in order to go into and see details, and then it takes you to the page with all the Star Wars stuff I was talking about a minute ago. Yeah, and then when you that click all the movies, because I'm like, okay, what if I just want to go and finish Boy Meets World? I'm almost there. I know, but you know, <laughs> it it's sense. it's fun to see because we 
have talked about this in the past that we don't know what's happening with Disney Plus. So it's kind of fun to see that for like this Star Wars day, they're kind of playing around with the way the website is working and kind of have a little extra fun. If you are a Star Wars fan or not, it's just fun to click it and see yourself going to space. That is going to be cool. So yeah, so it's all concept art. And the cool part is when you also go into the individual movies, all the top of the page is going to be concept art from each movie. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I mean, if you don't know what concept art is, it's like (laughs) when you're about to get, I don't know, to the general public. I, I get it. Go ahead. Before you start a movie... You will hire people who are amazing artists and you tell them your vision of the movie and they'll create different art pieces that capture like a character or a feeling or certain shots of where the movie is going to go. And sometimes they'll look exactly how the final product of the movie is going to go because they end up liking that concept art or it looks completely different. Uh, If you've ever watched The Mandalorian, whenever the credits are going at the end, if you didn't notice all those shots are actual concept art. So they'll show you certain shots from the actual episode you just watched and, and you can see how different it looked. I remember the girl that they used, uh, the one that, that uh, Mando was going around with that was helping him. Mm -hmm. Like she looked different in the concept art than she did. As opposed to when they casted her. Yeah. So that like stuff like that you'll notice me like oh okay so that was their idea but they they went with this which was still a good choice you know and even in the original star wars movie a new hope the poster that they ended up using was actually concept art so if you kind of like really focused into the artwork princess leia looks like a completely different person oh <laughs> yeah that's, that's cool i didn't know that so another like fun little piece of star wars history nice so now we have updates of star wars celebration okay so star wars celebration is supposed to be happening in august and the anaheim convention center and that's not happening actually they didn't even say that it's not happening we know it's not happening but they have chosen to release a statement this week okay what's the statement it's not happening no. Okay. It what's just the says greetings, Star Wars fans. You know, here's our update. Like, we're just checking everything out. Like, this is a very dynamic situation. How many? How many rapid... people were supposed to be going? Probably thousands. Whatever the capacity of Anaheim. It's sold out. It's course. not happening. I know it's not happening. I mean, if Taylor Swift can't have her own concert, we can't have Star Wars celebration. Absolutely. So that's what I'm really confused about that they released a statement that they'll continue making more announcements about the status of the event right and that's like where they left it the status just of the cancel event is... just cancel it already i'm <laughs> sorry you. san diego comic-con is already canceled and i'm going to both of these conventions so it's not yeah it's not happening is... so mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was really timely that right before may the 4th we get this update that's kind of like whenever um uh universal was like hey we're gonna be closed until this date they're like why hasn't disney said anything and then their <laughs> disney's like we're closing definitely <laughs> so i feel like disney just always drops the ball like they're waiting they're, they're like we're not gonna lose money we're you know poor disney we'll, we'll update y'all 
later. That's a whole nother thing. We were just talking about that um, in the previous episode. No, mm-hmm. in the next episode uh, where we're trying to figure out exactly what rides would even be allowed to be open, you know, because mm-hmm. in Star Tours, um, you have to use the reusable glasses and they don't even want you to touch tickets, let alone <laughs> use glasses that were on somebody else's face. So w- even if Disney opens, Star Tours is not. Yeah. So that's true. That's going to be a weird one. What else we got? We're going to delve into merchandise. My favorite thing. Oh, my. Because, of course, to celebrate this wonderful franchise, we're getting tons of new merchandise. So. Okay. The first kind of things that were unveiled is that on Shop Disney, they're releasing a couple new Star Wars-y things. So stuff that says May the 4th. There's like a Stormtrooper t-shirt that says that. There's also like pins and patches. So those things are very like May the 4th. But the one thing that I kind of have a weird gripe about, I don't know if you've ever been to the Disney store, Cosby, like at opening when like the mall opens and the Disney store opens. Well, what they do is they do like a opening store ceremony. So they have like a cast member who comes out and they have like a big key. That's like a big Disney D. Yeah. I don't, you've never been to one of these things. What? No. This is like every day, like every day at the mall at Disney store opening. That's insane. So they have a big key and they kind of do, they pick like a child or someone who is like watching this like opening ceremony and they get the key and then they can like put it in a lock and be like, you open the store. And then everyone who is watching this, they all get these like little like D, like a mini version of the key. And it's like an ornament. It's like a plastic ornament. So anyways, they hand them out when you're there. But what recently the Disney store has been doing is anytime there's a anniversary or like a birthday, Donald Duck has his 85th birthday this past year and they had like on that day of his birthday he got like a Donald Duck D so like a lot of people were like lining up so they could get these like little like exclusive like ornaments right right so obviously they had made some for Star Wars celebration and obviously the stores are not open so they're releasing them on the shop Disney website but they're selling them for $12.99 Granted, this is a key you would normally get for free okay. if you show but up. But you early. also got to remember that they have to pay the head honchos, mm-hmm. and they uh-huh. furloughed a hundred thousand people, mm-hmm. so they have to make money somehow. Ah, uh-huh. you know they can't be like first two hundred orders. Girl, you get a key. you're not even gonna get. Oh, oh, okay. So you're saying if you buy something, you should get a yes. key. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, I'm just I, saying I, because technically those keys would have been free and they would have been limited anyway. So say, you know, the first couple hundred orders, you get the key if you purchase exclusive May the 4th merch. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Hmm. Things to think about, Disney. Okay. But anyways, we're getting a lot of other merch that is dedicated to the Empire Strikes Back because that turns 40 this year. So there's like a figurine set that you could get with like Yoda and stuff. Yoda's also getting like a plushie. The movie's 40? Wow. Yeah. It came out on May 21st in 1980. Crazy. That's cool. 
So I really can't believe we'll, we'll that the ta- Star we'll Wars. T- we'll cele- talk about that. I can't believe the Star Wars celebration has not. <laughs> Are you still thinking about it? You're, you're, you've been quiet, so you're like kind of mulling it in your head about. Yeah, this. Uh, <laughs> it just makes me. You know what? I could. I was talking to someone, and they hit me up. They said, "Hey, you know what? I think that the gyms are going to reopen." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, "Gyms? <laughs> the last thing in the world I want is the gyms to be open. What? You're going to be like, hey, will you spot me? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're done, like, can I use those weights? And then you and so and so go home and get COVID. Like, what? Yeah. The gyms. So that bothered me until I heard. Never mind. They're not going to reopen. I'm like, okay. Why would you even say that? So mm-hmm. that's how I feel now with this Star Wars thing. Oh, guys, sorry. We're just. If the NBA is not here, you can't go. Yeah. If I can't watch soccer, I don't want to go to Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> if I can't go into a movie theater, I don't want that. If I can't go to the mall and buy some new shoes, I don't want Star Wars. Right. If you've ever been to a convention, you guys, it's basically a big, giant space. All you have to do is tell them it's Disney. Like- Think about it. That's true. Like Disneyland. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just, just like, when you know, you're waiting, thousands when you're of people for... like clumped up in a room and there's like booths. It's like going to a flea market almost, but it's just dedicated to nerd things. Imagine waiting for um, when you're at um, the Haunted Mansion and then you're in that room and you're just waiting to go down and there's are the walls going down. Yeah. That's it. That's that's how it that's is. That's convention but, life. But just, but just on a bigger scale. So just imagine. That's No. Yeah, no, it, there's no way it could happen. And I'm just, you know, at this point, just waiting for that announcement <laughs> to okay. come. Uh, I don't know. It's fine. So the other thing that I'm like really excited about when it comes to merchandise, I don't know if you've seen that most Starbucks stores, like if you go visit a Starbucks store, they have these like mugs that are like, you are here. So when you visit Disneyland, they have a mug that says like Disneyland. So it's like you get a mug for being at that location. So they're doing like Star Wars mugs for, you know, being Empire Strikes Back 40. You just gave me an idea. I did? You just gave me an idea for Disney. Really? Think about it when we have a uh, shout out to Tiki Tony. Yes. <laughs> um, and every time we do these scavenger hunts, mm-hmm. we pass people, but we can also go to different places. They need to have some sort of scavenger hunts at Disneyland, whether it's like a Star Wars um, themed or whatever it is, so that you and whoever you're with, because people used to go to Disney with other people, or if you go by yourself, it's fine. But then while you're waiting on whatever rides or stuff or whatever you're trying to get on, because, you know, we're all going to be in these virtual queues whenever it reopens. Now you have the ability to still be doing something. Because you can't just be sitting by people. You can't really just be waiting anywhere because, Hmm. yeah, yes. Interesting. Giving park goers mm -hmm. activities. Tell the new Bob. If we're social distancing. Tell the new Bob that I will give him all my ideas. (laughs) Yes. Tell new Bob I will give him all my ideas. For a piece of his salary? I just want 10%. In fact- how much does he make? 40, 47 Some, something million. million. I'll take mil- yeah. I'll take 1%. I'm not greedy. Yeah. You know, a couple thousand. It's fine. Couple th- <laughs> million. <laughs> that was... Just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I don't, <laughs> you're being optimistic. No, you're being optimistic. I don't know how much he would really give you. He'd be like, sir. <laughs> He'd be like, here's a, he'll say, here's a front of the line pass. 
I just saved you millions. What? But not, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like literally you just started talking and I was like, that's it. I think that's the way that they say what's going on at Disney. I well, think I'm, I'm surprised Disney hasn't made more of these like you are here amongst because I really like these Star Wars ones because they're for the planets. So you got Hoth, Dagobah, Bespin. That's cool. Like they could literally do all the Star Wars planets. Just saying. That really feels like, like a collector's item. Yeah. there And the art is really cool on it. So there's also to commemorate the fourth. There's tons of different deals. Mm-hmm. So if you are a video gamer, all the Star Wars games are all like a percent off. So I've seen on like the PS4, like some of the Star Wars games, like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is like half off. So on each console system, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, all the games will be off on May the 4th. So if you are a gamer I would, and you want to play some of the Star Wars game, I would recommend trying to get on that deal i think that's the best deal compared to everything else apparently there's like moving deals like you can watch them like digitally for ten dollars if you don't have disney plus but you might as well get disney plus because that's cheaper than paying a siege movie my lord yes (laughs) but (laughs) but it's fine okay what else we got and the like final things i'll say about like merchandise and stuff a lot of stores are also doing like May the 4th deals like Best Buy is going to like discount Star Wars things, Target, GameStop, Hot Topic. I will say this. Let me just say this while we're talking about spending a lot of money. Buy one thing. If you really want to buy something, just buy one, you know, because it's a really hard time and oh, yeah. there's bills and there's so much stuff going on. Like the last thing that's on my mind right now is buying a whole bunch of merch for Star Wars. I mean, I'd rather support and watch the movies or something, you know? Well, I think personally, like I said, I think the video games are the best. And I know like a lot of my oh, friends I wanted to have... get that new one. Like, oh, I forgot what it's called, but I wanted the one for uh, for Xbox really badly. I heard it was pretty good. Um, Fallen Order or like Battlefront? Uh, I think Fallen Probably... Order. Okay. So that one, or I don't remember one of them. So like the original price for like, it, for example, like Fallen Order is $60, but on Star Wars Day, you can get it for $36. So I feel like it's like a Black Friday deal. Exactly. So that's Actually, why I'm saying that technically, like out of all these, honestly, I don't need new merchandise. There's like new Funko Pops and stuff. And that's really cool. Like I like looking at the merch and like seeing new things that come out on Star Wars Day, especially. But when it comes to like deals and kind of saving, I think if you have a game system, then I would possibly like consider like getting one of these games because they're cheaper and, you know, we're at home now. So you'll actually have the time to play said games. $38. I think I might, I think I found the item I'm going to have to buy. Okay. He's going (laughs) to play a Star Wars game now. Well, I liked Star Wars yeah. in the past. I played some older games, but man. I mean, I've seen the, personally, I don't have Xbox, but I've seen the graphics on Battlefront and they're amazing. Like, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. If you're into it, you can really immerse yourself that's, in the well, world. That's what on that YouTube one. is for. You can, if you go to YouTube, you can watch them and, and kind of check and see how crazy good it is. It's pretty awesome. But mm-hmm. all right. Is that it? Do we have more? Well, the last thing we're going to talk about is how Empire Strikes Back is turning 40. 
and I, awesome. ha- I have some big discussions Uh-oh. about it. Oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Well, it's the second Star Wars mm-hmm. film, and it's, you know, been 40 years since it came out. Mm-hmm. And technically, critics and fans have claimed critics that... Critics and fans it, alike. Yes. They have claimed that it is the best Star Wars film of all time. They say that it's the darkest, it's the most complex, it's the most mature, and even Roger Ebert, when the film came out, he said that it is because of the emotion stirred in Empire that the series takes on a mythic quality that resonates back to the first and ahead to the third. This is the heart. <laughs> Man, that was that was deep. <laughs> I know, I know. I felt that that mythic quality. So I mean, the, the words, you know, ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, do you think that this is the best Star Wars movie? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was like that was like a big pause. You really thought about it. And well, and I love that your answer was only yes. I mean, look, when you look at these films, and, and this is from people who watch it. If you haven't watched it, don't sit there and be like, I'm only going to watch that one because it's not going to be the best if that's the only one you watch. You know what I mean? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? But <sighs> there's so many storylines throughout this entire series. There's nine of the actual films. Not talking about uh, Solo, not talking about a Star Wars story with um, Rogue One. Yeah. Um, not talking about the TV shows, the cartoons, nothing like that. But in the actual nine films, all of them have um, stories that kind of fulfill parts of a plan. Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that's the reason why it was so hard to watch the ninth film, because the film, everything, especially when you watch the different trilogies, are all showing you parts of a plan. And then when you get to the third in that trilogy, the plan is fulfilled. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, and so I think that the buildup from from the first film to the second film in the original three had the best one. And it was also the first one to, to do it so that whenever you knew and, and everybody understands how the third one went down and don't want to ruin it for people who haven't watched it. But... Um, if you haven't watched it, then come on. But, <laughs> but if it, for those, for the way that it ended with Darth Vader and all the stuff that happened, the whole buildup for the second film to get there, I think is the best out of all of the other films. And if, and I will say this, this, this is why I had to think about it. If, um, if the last Skywalker would have been a better film. I think that this new trilogy could have been one of my favorites. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I definitely was like mulling it over as you were saying this because you're right. Like, And especially why we were talking about TV shows to begin with is like when you come in with a plan and you, you know, have a clear, concise, like beginning, middle, end, then it works. Yep. So That's what I, I said at and, the beginning yeah. of this whole thing, yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah, call back to the beginning of this episode if you made it this far. And I like, I definitely agree that this OG trilogy that we all love, like there, there was kind of a clear path of where they wanted to go and 
where these stories were going to take place and how it was going to end, you know, is concise. You rooted for, you had heroes, you had bad guys, and you rooted for the heroes. Heroes won in the end, and it was a nice little celebration and a nice end. But you also understood. I mean, yeah. in any, in most films, not any, in, I mean, I can't say that for like Inception or something, but <laughs> in, in most films, you understand where we're going. You know, yeah, you get the the whole path of, OK, well, here's the story. Here's what's going to happen. This is going to go. Mm-hmm. And eventually we're going to get here. Rom-com, you know how it's going to end, you know. So when you look at Star Wars. By this point, we've seen eight. OK, <laughs> not talking about the other two, which may get 10. But so this is the 11th film that they made. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're watching it and then you see the ending. And I understand why you came over to the house after you watched it, after sitting in that theater for 24 hours watching all nine films and cried because it didn't fulfill the goal that it set for itself and the goal that the entire series set back in the 70s. You know what I mean? That's the reason why I was I think the most frustrating part was that we knew as each film was happening, like Force Awakens, we knew J.J. Abrams was attached and he had like a vision of where it was going to go and stuff. And then they gave The Last Jedi to Ryan Johnson and he also had a vision and stuff. And then apparently that vision didn't work to lots of people. Others might argue otherwise. And then finally, when we got to Rise of Skywalker, they gave it back to J.J. Abrams and they're like, here, fix it. (laughs) <laughs> so you know it, if they really wanted a trilogy that worked then it should have always been jj abrams or just a team a team of writers that had a plan that knew where these new characters were gonna go because they're all great characters and we do really like them we love ray we love finn we love poe like they had the right idea it just the execution <laughs> was not there i don't know how we always end up on this but it's fine so we're just talking a little bit about Empire Strikes Back, okay? Considered the best. You think it's the best. You say yes. Yeah. It is. And and it's and but I think I think that's the reason why um people are still here, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, not not just back in Margaret Thatcher days in the 70s, but here we are in 2020, which we all know this year is kind of a wash, but <laughs> May the 4th is still strong. And yeah. the community around it is still strong, even though I think that there are people from Florida who are running the Star Wars convention celebration, but there shouldn't be having they shouldn't be having one right now, you know, but I do think that everything that we've seen out of the community and how big it's continually getting every year is hope for a new hope for the entire uh, fan base because Mandalorian isn't the end, you know? Yeah. There's and I more. honestly, I think the strong suit and the best way Star Wars could continue right. is series, honestly, because the Clone Wars, I know you that's, haven't seen it. That's, that's like, what we talked about. It's a fantastic series. We talked about that in, in the episode when, because remember I said uh, after I went on my rant <laughs> about what I didn't like in that other episode. Seriously, if you guys like Star Wars, you should watch or listen to the other episode. But uh, we were talking about your favorites. We, we talked about Finn and Poe mm-hmm. and how it'd be an interesting way to have them have shows, but also Rose to have her own show yes. or be a part of some sort of series because it would be really cool to see them. And it would, you know, they really didn't get 
as much love and we didn't get to dive into the characters of who they were like we can if they give them shows on Disney Plus. I I would say like that's why I think Empire Strikes Back is so beloved because they introduced, you know, this really great trio, Luke, Leia and Han. And then when you get into Empire Strikes Back, you really delve into their characters, where Luke comes from and then getting his training and then figuring out who his father is. This is where we get, Luke, I'm your father, you know? Like, yes. You want to do it? Luke. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Luke, I am your... I can't even do it, man. Well, we get this amazing moment, okay? It's so good. And he's like, nah! Well, and I think the, like, cool part is that we hear, like, in the first movie, like, these Jedis, you know, and, like, kind of get a battle, but, you know, in this fifth movie, we really, like, get a battle, you know, we really get to see lightsabers in action and see uh, space and... See, I don't even want to ruin it, but Yoda, though, in the in the uh, uh, the prequels? Yeah. What about Yoda in the prequels, huh? What are you guys saying? When he did that fight, though? With... What, Count Dooku? Man. Where he's like flipping he's everywhere? He's playing games. Like when you see him, it's it's like it's like if Michael Jordan <laughs> pretended like he didn't know how to play basketball and then you went on the court and you're like, oh, what? Let me show you up. And then Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan do you. That's what Yoda does. Yeah. In the film. He's just like, oh, here's my saber. Let me just do nine backflips before I even hit the ground. Well, I think what we love so much about Mandalorian, I know Baby Yoda's cute, but it's also like the idea of the power that that species of aliens mm-hmm. yeah. have, oh, yeah. you know, because we know what Yoda can do. Mm. And like, we've seen it. We've seen it in right. action yeah. multiple times. So seeing like the new generation of where that power could come from or, you know, and it could get stunted. So we don't know. Yeah. So that's exciting. I still remember the first time I saw Baby Yoda and Felicia just, Felicia's like, I've already seen, because she saw Mandalorian before I did. And I'm like, is it good? And I actually wanted to wait because I knew I was about to get that TV. And she's like, it's so good. And I'm like, all right, let's watch it. And I thought it was her second time. She's like, I've already seen it three times. I'm like, okay. So we watched it and she um, just started freaking out every time she saw the whole thing with Baby Yoda. So that's how it is sitting with her. They're just so cute. Can't handle it. Yes. So Baby Yoda is a revelation. And if you like to watch things in in the piece, don't ever watch something with Felicia that is as cute as Baby Yoda. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Well, basically don't watch Gremlins with me because. Do you do that with with Gremlins? Yes. I didn't know that. And Yoda totally looks like a little Gremlin. So (laughs) the ears. The big eyes and no gremlins are adorable, and then they turn evil and ugly, and I'm like, why? But Gizmo, what a little angel! <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's let's end this one. We've been going for a minute. I enjoyed this. May the fourth be with you all. May the force be with you. We will see you in a galaxy far, far away. I'm Cosby. You can find me on the Real Cosmo. And I'm Felicia. You can find me at Becoming Felicity. And we can talk Star Wars on the Poof Network. All right. We'll see you next time. Poof. Okay. Say bye, Bridget. <laughs>